What is up, my friends? Welcome to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day. My name is Ian McLaren, and I am your host. And this, of course, is a daily Boston Bruins podcast where we discuss all things spoke to be, as well as take a look around the NHL and what a difference a couple days makes. At the end of last week's round of podcasts, we were still celebrating a round one series win over the Carolina Hurricanes, awaiting a second round opponent. And here on Monday morning, August 24th, we already have a Bruins win over the Tampa Bay Lightning to discuss as Boston took a one nothing series lead in their second round series against their division foes on Sunday night. Before we get to that, let me remind you that you can follow the show on Twitter at LO underscore Boston Bruins. You can find me on Twitter at Ian C. McLaren. For those of you who don't know me, I'm a former hockey news editor at The Score up here in Toronto. have also written for a number of outlets in the past. You can subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts, whether it be Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, Pocket Casts. If you subscribe, each new episode will be automatically uploaded to your feed for you to download, listen, and enjoy. If you'd like to leave a rating and a review, that would be very much appreciated as well. Let's jump right into it. And the Bruins did indeed get the better of the Tampa Bay Lightning on Sunday night with a 3-2 victory in Game 1. And it was highlighted by a very strong performance by the Bruins' top power play unit, by the top line, and also by Yaroslav Halak, plus a pretty exceptional deflection on the part of Charlie Coyle. Overall, the Bruins were outshot in this game by a margin of 37-31. to 31. 18 of Tampa's shots were recorded in the second period, where Yaroslav Halak stood tall and shut the door. And the Bruins were able to build a 3-0 lead on the strength of what was eventually the game-winning goal scored by Brad Marchand, which was set up by... Uh, just some amazing play on the part of that whole line in general. Brad Marchand started it off with a race for the puck that ended behind the net. Bergeron came on the back check and stole the puck off Tampa Bay Lightning defenseman Ryan McDonough. Puck went to David Pasternak, who sent a no-look backhand feed to Brad Marchand, and then on the doorstep, just slammed it home to give the Bruins a 3-0 lead at 117 into the third, which ultimately they did not relinquish despite some tense moments near the end of the game. Head coach Bruce Cassidy said, this line doesn't quit on plays. The third goal is a great example of that. You typically aren't going to advance if your best players aren't your best players. The second period, they weren't as strong on the puck as they were early on, but they got it back. Their line carried us. I thought some other guys did their job as well. Just didn't get rewarded on the score sheet, but a nice start for that line. And again, the second line of David Krejci, Jake DeBrusque, Andre Kasha had a very strong game again. Kasha was denied on the breakaway early in the game. He really seems on the verge of breaking out, but it was the top line who carried the team in this game as they have so many times in the past. I should mention on the first goal, which was scored by Charlie Coyle, David Pasternak lost the puck in the offensive zone. Chased, I believe it was Nikita Kucherov, all the way back. Didn't give up on the play. Helped thwart a chance at the other end. 
And then the play eventually moved back to the Tampa zone where um, Cowell was able to tip that shot home. So just another example of them not giving up on a play and kind of Pasternak's growth and maturity without the puck as well. But on the game-winning goal, it was Bergeron's Selkie skills that were on full display as he, again, picked McDonough's pocket, quickly fed Pasternak, who sent it over to Marchand for the goal. Bergeron, four Selkie trophies, nine straight finalist nominations. Marchand said he has a gift, the way he reads the game and his stick positioning and his ability to replays. There's very few guys in the league that have that ability on the defensive side of things. Lots of guys are good offensively and can cheat and pick pucks off. He does it from a defensive standpoint. He creates so many opportunities out of our zone, through the neutral zone, and on the forecheck, the way he did where he's picking pucks and lifting sticks. Just his back pressure is incredible. That goal, Marchand said, was all Bergeron. His forechecking there, a great read. That's why he's going to be a Hall of Famer, and no doubt about that, Patrice Bergeron will be in the Hall of Fame one day, and his number will be hung from the Garden Rafters, surely uh, soon after his retirement, which I don't really want to think about at the moment. I mentioned Coyle getting the deflection goal. That was the first goal of the game for the Bruins. The second came on the power play in what has to be one of the best sequences the power play has produced in quite some time. Bruce Cassidy decided to continue to load up the top power play unit with David Krejci, David Pasternak, Patrice Bergeron, Brad Marchand, and Tori Krug. And uh, David Krejci really took over on this one, just moving the puck around almost surgically. And he sent a cross-slot feed to Pasternak, who blasted home a one-timer to give a 2-0 lead at the time, 4.34 into the second period. David Pasternak said, To be honest, I was ready for about 15 seconds. I knew it was coming. Krejci's an unbelievable playmaker, and he's been doing that for a long time in this league. Might be a little easier play, especially because it's forehand to forehand. I was just ready to be honest, again, a great pass, and for me, next thing I see is just get it on net. That power play, we recovered a lot of pucks, and that's when we are at our best. A few milestones reached by the Bruins in this game. Marchand boosted his career postseason totals to 34 goals and 58 assists for 92 points in 117 career playoff games. That matches Bobby Orr for 7th most playoff points in Bruins history, although Orr did it in only 74 games. Marchand's 92 postseason points are tied with David Krejci for the most among Bruins players since his playoff debut in 2011. His 28th career multi-point game, this was his fourth of the 2020 postseason, and only two players have recorded more in Bruins history, that being Ray Bork with 46 and Phil Esposito at 29. So one more multi-point game, and Marchand moves into second in that category. Pasternak, he scored his second goal of the postseason. He's now recorded 50 goals in 2019-20, including the uh, regular season and the playoffs. The last Bruins player to score 50 goals in regular season and playoffs combined was Cam Neely. And, of course, he accomplished that feat in just 49 regular season games. So a big night for the Bruins, and they come out with a much-needed victory over the 
Tampa Bay Lightning games two and three are set for Tuesday and Wednesday, and we'll discuss those uh, as they come up later in the week. Before we move on to some more details from this game, let's talk for a moment about Roman. You know what? Talking about erectile dysfunction isn't easy. Usually we just brush it off or blame ourselves, saying things like, I just don't have it. Or we avoid it altogether with excuses like, I had a long day at work. But with Roman, it's easy to talk about it with a real healthcare professional who can prescribe real medication. It's simple, safe, and totally discreet. You can get free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. A healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan, and if medication is appropriate, Roman will ship it to you with free two-day shipping. The whole process is very straightforward, simple, and discreet. To get started, just go to GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL and complete an online visit. If you go to GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL today, you'll get $15 off your first order if approved for ED treatment. That's GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL. GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL. Now, between never-ending laundry cycles and incoming emails, you got plenty on your to-do list. Give yourself one less thing to worry about and let DoorDash take care of your next meal. If you want Chinese food, you want pizza, someone's craving frozen yogurt, there's something for everyone on DoorDash. Continue supporting restaurants in your community safely. There are thousands of restaurants open for delivery on DoorDash that need your patronage now more than ever. Support your favorite restaurants on DoorDash. Right now... Our listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter Locked On NHL as the promo code. That's $5 off your first delivery with zero fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter Locked On NHL as the promo code. That's code Locked On NHL. For $5 off your first order with DoorDash, get on it today. For my money, the player of the game for the Bruins in this one was Yaroslav Halak. He has now won four straight starts since being thrust into the starter position after Tukarask left the bubble. He was up to the task on Sunday night, making 35 saves in the win over the Lightning. And the two goals that were scored on him... The first one, we can maybe fault him a bit. Uh, the second one took a few bounces along the way. Both, I don't know if he had a good look at the puck. And um, his 18 saves in the second period alone really helped keep the team afloat. Allowed them the opportunity to get that third and decisive goal early in the third period. And then, um, yeah, he just completely was able to uh, shut the door Apart from those two goals, Cassidy called Halak's performance in the middle frame dominant. He kept Tampa Bay off the board past the halfway point of the third before the Bolts struck for two long range. Victor Hedman tallies through traffic to pull within a goal. Charlie Coyle said, they're a good team. They're going to push. We had a heck of a first, I thought, and then they're not going to sit back. And when they come, they have their chances. Yarrow was there to shut the door on a number of good chances to keep us ahead. Could have been a totally different game if Tampa had scored once or twice in the second period. 
but the Bruins have to help him out as much as they can, Coyle said. He did add, we have so much confidence in him. He's a great goalie. He's been huge for us, and that's what we need from him. When they slip in there and we break down a little bit, he's there to shut the door. Altogether, Yaroslav Halak has now appeared in five postseason games, including the round-robin loss against the Philadelphia Flyers. Like I said, he's won four games in a row. His save percentage through those five games is 921, uh, which, you know, above average what the Bruins need. Again, a push from the Lightning was expected in this one based on a concept known as score effects. Score effects takes over when a team has a lead greater than one goal, particularly late in the game. This is from Second City Hockey, written by Jen LC at Regressed PDO on Twitter a few years ago, if, if you remember. Just a great hockey analytics mind. She wrote, Often the team with the sizable lead will go into a defensive mode instead of continuing to press their offensive attack. The more you're attacking, the more vulnerable you are on the back end. Football fans can think of it as being similar to a prevent defense. This defensively-minded style of play often allows the trailing team to make a push offensively. This leads to more shots and thus higher possession and offensive zone time for the attacking or trailing team. Teams trailing as the games get closer to its conclusion tend to throw caution to the wind in an effort to score, contributing further to the disparity in shot attempts. In football, this would be likened to onside kicks, trick plays, and Hail Mary passes. And this is what we saw in full effect last night when the Bruins went up 3-0. It's not sitting on a lead per se, but it's trying to preserve the lead. Again, the more they are taking chances offensively, the more vulnerable they are defensively. So you kind of want to just take that defensive standpoint and hope that you're able to withstand the oncoming attack from the opposition. The Lightning did get those two goals. They did make it uncomfortably close, but ultimately uh, the Bruins were able to shut them down. It would have been nice if they had been able to capitalize on one of the open or empty net chances that they had to give a bit more of a cushion. But again, Halak made the stops in the end and he has been everything that the Bruins could have hoped for so far in their new starting goalie. Speaking of goaltending, during the game, the Bruins announced that the team had signed goaltender Dan Vlader to a three-year contract extension through the 2022-23 season with an annual NHL cap hit of $750,000. The first two years of the deal are a two-way contract and the final year is a one-way deal. Uh, Rask and Halak are both signed through to the end of the next regular season. At some point, the torch will be passed. Vladder seems positioned to challenge for a regular role on the team moving forward. He's only 23 years old. He played in 25 games with the Providence Bruins this past regular season, posting a record of 14-7-1 with a 9.36 save percentage. So, Sparkling numbers for the 23-year-old, six foot five, 185 pounds, and he led the AHL in both goals against average and save percentage. For his AHL career, he's at 68 games, 33, 26, and three record, 916 save percentage, which is very, very good. 
He's a native of Prague, Czech Republic, and he's originally selected by the Bruins in the third round, 75th overall of the 2015 NHL entry draft. I've talked about it before on the podcast between Vladder, Jeremy Swayman, who was a standout goalie in the NCAA this season, and Kyle Kieser, who was a very good OHL goalie. The Bruins do seem well-positioned to move into the future with some good goalie prospects. And again, Rask and Halak will be around next season, but who knows after that. And one of those three, perhaps even Vladder, could be the next starter for a Boston Bruins. And at some point, we're going to have to face life without these two high-end goalies that we have right now and uh, come up with a, another plan in net. And it looks like Vladder uh, will be a candidate for that at the very least. Just a quick word about Built Bar before we move on. The new and improved Built Bar is even more tasty than before. They have amazing new flavors, including caramel, brownie, cookies and cream, lemon almond cheesecake, apple almond crisp. And that goes with the previous 12 flavors that they had. They're covered in 100% chocolate and soft and easy to chew. But lest you believe that it's a uh, indulgent treat, this is actually a protein bar built for the health conscious person. You can lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. They're low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber. Great if you're on the keto diet. I have greatly enjoyed Built Bars over the last several months, being in lockdown, uh, working from home, needing a delicious yet healthy snack, and I'm excited to get my next box. You can go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON to get $10 off your next order. For limited time only, you can get a free cooler with your purchase as well. Use promo code LOCKEDON for $10 off your next order at BuiltBar.com. Let's finish with some news and notes from around the NHL. And like I alluded to off the top, the second round kind of snuck up on us. I had thought might get a day or two this week to kind of go over the matchups in the second round, do a little preview. But the NHL in the COVID era bubble, just trying to get it all done and zipped right to the second round. We didn't even have a night off, I don't think, between uh, the end of Montreal, Philadelphia and the beginning of Colorado Dallas, that got off to a surprising start with the Stars rolling over the Avalanche. I thought it would be the other way around, as their name would suggest. Uh, I think I put my picks on Twitter, but I was, I'm was i picking the Vegas Golden Knights to beat the Canucks. They won last night, picking the Bruins to beat the Lightning, obviously. I think I picked Colorado and Philadelphia. Philadelphia and the New York Islanders will get going here on Monday night. And then, like I said, our Bruins will be back in action Tuesday evening. And then, oh, sweet. The Tuesday game is 7 p.m., which is a lot more agreeable to me than the 8 p.m. starts, which will resume on Wednesday for the Bruins. And then game four is scheduled for Friday at 7.30. So mark your calendars accordingly. What else is going on around the NHL? Well, the Golden Knights, I'm sure you saw over the weekend, had to deal with an off-ice issue before Game 1 as Mark andre Fleury's agent, Alan Walsh, posted a picture of a sword going through Fleury's back with DeBoer written on the blade. That, of course, alludes to Vegas head coach Pete DeBoer choosing to start 
Robin Leonard over Flurry recently. Flurry said he, his agent was just trying to protect him. He wouldn't indicate whether or not he knew about it first, and he said he just wanted to focus on winning what's best for the team and move on. Uh, no word on whether Flurry is retaining Walsh's services, but certainly a very odd situation. The Washington Capitals relieved Todd Reardon of his duties as head coach. This comes after they were eliminated from the opening round of the playoffs for two straight years. That coming on the heels of winning a Stanley Cup with Barry Trotz a couple years ago as well. So that uh, opens up an opportunity for one of the uh, previously fired head coaches that will no doubt be recycled by the Washington Capitals. Now, before I sign off, I wanted to offer up what they call in the biz a tease. I have a couple very special guests lined up for this week's episodes. I won't uh, get into the particulars because I don't want to jinx anything, but I really think you'll be, um, yeah, very pleased and interested. And I hope these two podcasts will be well received. I'm very excited about um, the calls that I have lined up. One tonight for tomorrow's podcast and then another call Tuesday morning probably for Wednesday's podcast and I'm very excited about both of those so stay tuned for that as I try to bring you as much quality content as I can I alluded on Twitter over the weekend that I had one negative review over the weekend that those ones really stick with you more than the positive ones even if the positive ones outweigh the negative ones in terms of numbers Um, I should add, you know, I'm doing this on top of my full-time job, on top of having three kids at home and trying to help run a household as well. I don't have time to type up a script every day, so I'm just trying to do my best to bring you the biggest storylines in Bruins land as well as some interesting tidbits from around the hockey world and a bit of me as well. So um, that's just how the podcast is framed at the moment. And hopefully enough of you enjoy it to uh, just continue to help it grow. There has been some great growth in the podcast recently, and I hope that we can get this community just continually growing and growing. I appreciate every person who listens, even a couple times a week. If you listen daily, then you're my best friend. And again, as the Bruins hopefully get deeper in the playoffs, hopefully we can... um, yeah, just continue to grow this community. And again, I really think you're going to enjoy these podcasts that I have coming up uh, throughout this week for sure. So yeah, thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Do follow the show on Twitter at LO underscore Boston Bruins. You can find me at ENC McLaren and hit that subscribe button so that each new episode is uploaded right to your feed. And if you can't give a rating and a review today, that would be very much appreciated. I hope you all have a great Monday. Celebrate that Bruins win. Save the nerves for Game 2 for Tuesday. Uh, yeah, thanks so much, friends. Talk to you again tomorrow. Peace.